128 of the All the Books show recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library where we talk book news, author news, and, despite your confusion, yeah. Nick, literary news. I get it now. Okay. You explained it. I'm Eric. And I'm Nick. Hey. Yeah. Why do we say Eric and Nick? Instead of... Instead of just literary news. Nick. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I misunderstood. All right. How are you? Good. How are you? Boy. I'm good. Great. You seem... uh. It seems like your yeah. dial has been I, gone I down know. to seven. I got to shake it off. I'm going to run around the room real quick. Okay. Yeah. Woo! Uh, I hope people heard the foot, the foot patters. I commit to my bits. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Out of breath. Uh, how are you? You're looking sharp today Thanks, in that man. black shirt. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. What's this type of fabric called? Uh, looks like a long john to me. Oh, geez. Looks like you're wearing your underwear on the outside. No. This is my work shirt. I don't know. I'm at work. I don't know. Do you think I could come to work in uh, long underwear and get away with it? No. What if I said it was for a program? Sure. Okay. <laughs> good. To, good so to what's know. new with you? You see any good movies? Did I see any good movies? Yeah. Did I? I don't know. But I did. Oh, you did. Okay. That's yeah. how we got. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew you were going to... bookmark that. I knew you were going to ask me a question, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. I went to Film see... Mark. Yeah. I went to see The Post. <laughs> the Post. Directed by our friend Steven Spielberg. He's He is our friend. Starring yeah. uh, America's most beloved actor and actress, Tom Hanks, Meryl Streep. And the T-Rex from Jurassic together. Park. Together. Now, have they never... They've never been in a movie together, right? Is that right? I... Wow. I, I don't, don't know. I don't think they have. Be. Okay. I know. It seems weird. Yeah. But... Did she play Wilson in Castaway with Tom Hanks? Oh, she did play Wilson. Right. You're right. And wasn't he... You're right. Didn't he play her daughter in Mamma Mia? Yeah. Here we go again? Yes, That's he the did. the second one. He definitely right. did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've never been in a movie together before. Right. So those two teaming up with Steven Spielberg, yeah. it's quite a powerhouse. I feel like, and you might disagree, but I feel like in terms of box office, yeah. Meryl Streep is more successful currently than Tom Hanks. I feel like well, when he does movies himself, yeah. they don't do so well anymore. Well, I, I think feel like she can still open a open a film. You're probably well. right. I think he's more, I don't know. I think he just kind of does whatever he wants yeah. now. I mean, at this you know? point, he's like, he's selling his personality. Sure. So. Yeah. I still, I need to pick up his uh, short story collection. Oh, yeah. I'm I writing. feel like it's going to be charming, but not good. Oh. But anyway, I like really. Like some of his other films. Yeah. I really enjoyed The Post. Okay. I oh. Was, I was Man. a little, what? Nothing. It's just listeners. Uh, I asked Nick if he liked the post in the car, and he said, we'll save it for the podcast. So we just had like a 20-minute car ride where I'm like, but did he like the post yeah. or not? Should well, I see the post? Well, the, the reviews are in, and I, I loved it. I thought it was really good. Wow. As you know, and our listeners may not, I was a little lukewarm on Bridge of Spies. But you loved Lincoln. Lincoln. Except for that last. Except for the last. I don't think anybody tag. likes that last five minutes well, of Lincoln. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, not as bad as Lincoln, uh-huh. but the post does a very similar thing. That's what I've been he- hearing. He just like ninety percent of the film just, is great, and then the last ten percent. There's a really like great culmination in this great final shot, yeah. and then we just go yeah. another step, yeah. and it's like yes. that is. I'm not. I don't want to say what it is, but it's just uh-huh. one of those things. It's sort of like in Lincoln. Yeah. Like you know, Lincoln's assassinated. Yeah. The tag on this was the same kind of thing. Like, we know that that's what happens. Yeah. It's the only thing we know about that situation. Yeah. So you don't need to show it. Yeah. So it, it didn't take away the punch as much as it did in Lincoln, but mm-hmm. that really stood out to me. It's like, did you learn nothing? Oh, sorry. Oh, look at that. A little disco Jurassic Park yeah. coming through. I, I don't know and that Please silence yet. all sorry. cell phones oh, and pagers. Every week, and now it's could. me. I know. This is what, I, know, I guess, yeah, problem. that'd be like uh, at the end of Jurassic Park. Like the T Rex saves the day, the banner falls down while the yeah. T Rex is roaring, and then we follow the human characters for ten more minutes, watching them like go shopping at the mall, yeah. and just be like, "Boy, Jurassic Park, huh? Yeah, that was a thing." Uh huh. 
does this shirt look good on right. me? Exactly. So, that's, that's a Spielberg ending yeah. right there. Yeah. He he's kind of notorious for that huh. having like bad endings, hmm. and I don't know where. Not a thing I knew about really? him until. Yeah, I I don't know if that's necessarily. Like I don't think people like the Saving Private Ryan ending. In terms of, there's a there's a tag at the end. Like the movie well, ends yeah. and then there's a tag and people are like come on. Yeah. And um, I think but I think that was like a post 2000 like post Catch Me If You okay. Can kind of Spielberg thing. I I know Munich, Munich has a pretty like you, you could have ended this 10 minutes ago okay. kind of thing so well i thought the performances in the post were really good yeah i mean you just war of the worlds oh my gosh you just come to Sorry. like expect tom hanks to be good yeah you know and he was but what i liked about it was that i thought it was a very different kind of tom hanks that we got this sure. time you yeah. know and i thought meryl streep was great right i thought she that her character uh Catherine graham is just is so nuanced right because she's like competent and she's smart but Mm -hmm. she's in that world where like you know being a woman in that profession at that time was just like impossible people were just kind of like whatever they just didn't really give her the time of day yet she had all the power Mm -hmm. and so i thought the way meryl streep was able to convey yeah just the fact that she had that knowledge and had that power right but also was kind of like and a victim is probably a strong word but a victim of her time and that Mm. she couldn't get that out that's i think that's really hard to get that subtlety to get that nuance and I thought she just nailed it. Right. So I was very impressed with her. And the whole supporting cast was great. I love Tracy Letts whenever he shows up in anything. Mm -hmm. And he's got a weird career where he won the Pulitzer Prize for writing August Osage County. Okay. And he's a well-known and and respected playwright and also a very successful actor. So he was really good in it. Uh, Brad Whitford, always fun. Mm -hmm. So I I recommend the movie. I think it's very good. I really liked it a lot. I was just about to ask you something. Oh, okay. No, not ask you. I guess it's kind of a question, but it's also a statement. Do <laughs> yes, you know, I, I expect. and I know this is unpopular, but I don't like Meryl Streep. Okay. But it's not because she's a bad actress or anything. Mm-hmm. It's because of adaptation, because she was a villainous character. Oh. And uh, was responsible for the fate of a character I really liked in the adaptation. So ever since, ever since that movie, I'm like, you. you. I have not seen adaptation. Yeah. Ever since then, I've been like, you, you don't deserve this. But, you know, it was a role. So I guess, yes. in a way, she's a great actress. Because yeah, because she now made you hate me, her forever. She made me hate her because she Perfect. played that role so convincingly. That That's I'm like, what you want. You didn't even care. Yep. You don't accept any of the yep. responsibility. Boy, adaptation, that's going back to a time when Nick Cage was a viable actor. Yeah, no kidding. That's how long yeah. ago that was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you going to see the post? Is it on your... List. I think so. Uh, okay. I know you're tired of hearing me say this, but my wife and I just subscribed to Movie Pass. Yeah. So we'll probably use that to catch up on uh, all the Oscar yeah. nominations. Yeah, which were announced last week. So we will discuss yeah. that. Uh, we'll we'll do a little later. Yeah. But it's, we'll so, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I want I want to see the post. I don't know if I necessarily want to see it. I don't know if I necessarily want to see it in theaters. Okay. But I got the Movie Pass. Yeah, you so do. Yeah, I don't you have to. I have to. You have to. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, did you, I mean, was it nice seeing it in theaters? Yeah, I think did so. Did you see Bridge of Spies in theaters? Yeah. I watched that on my couch and it was yeah. probably the best way to do it. Oh, you think? I can't imagine just sitting there, eyes locked on the Bridge of Spies and being like, this is the only thing I could focus on. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, I think for the reverse, I probably would have been like, I feel like I would have just been like scrolling through my phone oh, yeah, about two hours in. Bridge of Spies. Yeah. <laughs> my wife really liked so. it though. I mean, it's a nice well, story. Well, it's, it's one of those things where like a lot of the pieces are really good yeah. and you look at it as a movie and it's just yeah. kind of like not that intriguing you know it's a very interesting topic do i have to i probably have to see the post 
in order to then see Ready Player One and be like, this is Spielberg's best movie in 10 years. Probably. So. Yeah, to be able to say that, you, <laughs> need to see it. you would need to see it. Yeah. All right. Well, Bookmark, what have you been reading? What, is it <laughs> Just Punisher. Uh, Punisher, Deadpool. Deadpool, Punisher. Well, last Deadpool week I... meets Punisher. That's happened. Deadpool meets Scooby-Doo and the Punisher. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, last week I said I finished Cable and Deadpool. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. And so this time I finished uh, Punisher War Journal. Oh, boy. Uh, so by Matt Fraction. Okay. Who went? Who wrote? Iron Man. The Iron Man yeah. run we like. Invincible. So yep. the same thing that happened with uh, Cable versus Deadpool, Cable and Deadpool happened mm-hmm. with Punisher War Journal in that this is a series of a very specific time. Like it came out because of Civil War. Okay. Because of Marvel Civil War. And um, it's just it's just funny because everybody's like, oh, Superhero Registration Act, we're on the run, they're mm-hmm. pro, they're anti-registration, blah. And it's just like, uh, it was such a, such a different time back then. I, I don't know if I've ever like talked to you about this, but okay. like Marvel's Civil War event was like extremely exciting for me. Okay. As like, I picked up so many different books and titles of characters that I normally wouldn't read because it was a Civil War tie-in. All right. Because it seemed like everything was just all over the place. So it's always nice. It's nice to like revisit like that era, mm-hmm. but it's definitely like we should move on. <laughs> so, um, but also Punisher War Journal, bad run, yeah. really bad run. Uh, the writing was fine. Okay. But the art the whole time was absolutely that terrible. That could be rough. And it was two different artists uh, from the front half and the, yeah. the second half. Just, just bad art altogether. Yuck. So anyways, I'm going to be starting um, Rick Remender's Punisher run. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> which comes out of dark rain all right that was an okay time okay so and then that becomes uh as i found out it becomes frankencastle look th- this is boring for me and i'm invested in your life wow so hold on though okay. frankencastle yeah bullseye goes after punisher okay cuts him up into little pieces uh-huh. somebody then repairs frank castle and becomes a supernatural terror known as frankencastle okay that's that's what's going to come up in this series fun uh and I still have to open the hate you give. Okay. There's just something about like this is gonna be nominated depressing. for an Edgar Award. That's true. Uh Kate, our children's librarian here, I know she's her. read yeah. it. Uh she doesn't understand why it was nominated for an Edgar Award. Yeah, that's being, odd. Uh not being a mystery and all. Right. But I think they stretch the rules a little bit for young adult. Probably. So well, I think like YA mystery is not a huge genre. Yeah. You know, like once you get past the boxcar children, yeah. you gotta wait yeah. until you're an adult. <laughs> so I still have lots of things I need to open. Me like, too. Read. Me it's too, just, brother. I actually went to Savers recently and mm-hmm. bought a few books. I got America, the Daily Show book. Oh. Have you ever read that one? Yeah. I've read Earth and America, but I only like skimmed through America, so I grabbed it for like two bucks. I like Colbert's I Am America, and so can you as yeah. well. That's okay. pretty good. Um, and I really like the Daily Show oral history that came out last year. Oh, yeah. That was also strong. Sure did. Um, and I finished the first season of Elementary. My dear Watson. It's, it's taken me forever. Page no, to screen adaptation. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's been fun. Cool. Uh, you want to check in on Ben Lehman? See what he's been reading? Our friend Ben? Ben Lehman. He, the, uh, the maestro behind yes, our theme music? Yes, Absolutely. Ben Lehman provides us all our music. Yes, he sure music. does. Uh, unless I'm singing in it. Right. It's probably ben an Eric or yeah, Nick don't, original. Please don't give Ben uh, that. Looks like uh, Ben is reading On Writing, A by, Memoir of the Craft sure. by Stephen King. That is a well-respected uh, and tome. Looks like he's also reading Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley. Oh, I read that. Yes. Brian Lee O'Malley, author of Scott Pilgrim. Yep. This is his follow-up to oh. that, and it is weird. Wow, he's a busy little Ben. It is weird. He's reading She's Come Undone by Wally Lamb. Oh, 
So I've never read a Wally. No, that's uh, not true. I think I read a Christmas book by Wally Lamb, but uh, I haven't read his big stuff. So I'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, my wife is texting me. Way to volley back my, there. No, that I'm sorry. Really my great. wife is texting me because I woke up this morning and there was a leash. A sea was storming inside there, of you? There was a dog leash. Okay. But it was in the bathtub. And she just sent me... Uh, this is funny because she sent me uh, a text that says, did you figure out why the leash was in the bath? Hmm. And I'm like, does she not know? You... <laughs> so I think... You got yourself a riddle. Yeah, I think... I think she put it there because of like a dog peeing on it or something. Okay. But now I'm like, if she doesn't know, who put the leash in the bathtub? Is it a message? Maybe it's fun of the dogs. Could like be. you hang yourself with this or you take me out right now. Wow. Yeah. I'm thinking that's the golden retriever. It's really dark. So anyway, really dark. Uh, I'll let you know if I find out why okay. a leash was in the bathtub. Yeah. Please keep us all. Posted. <laughs> okay. So well, that's what uh, you, I and Ben have been reading. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so, you for pulling that yeah, out. No of, wonder he hasn't given us any new tunes. Yeah. He's, he's busy reading Wally Honing Lamb. Honing his craft. Wally and... Lamb writes big, like yep. like thick books. Yeah. So what yeah. was that one I almost read? What about faithful listener Ben Murphy? What's he reading? <laughs> no, he's not yeah. a good read. This is our Ben Sorry, Spotlight. Buddy. <laughs> so. Talk about all the Bens we know. Yeah. Ben Bradley, uh-huh. character from The Post. Yeah, ben, so it all comes together. Ben. Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. Uncle Ben from The Rice. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Benji, I've, the dog, the dog, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Ben Ten, did you ever the see cartoon? Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see the Benji movie where he's voiced by Chevy Chase? I don't recommend it. Wow, no. I don't recommend Is that new? it. New? No, it's That's old. The 80s? That's like the second or third Benji movie. Yeah. Uh, Benji there, the Hunted, pretty intense. Yeah, there are some times where you're glad you're not Chevy Chase. Most times, yeah. Okay, <laughs> here's what I finished. I told you last week I was reading All Star Batman by Scott Snyder. Yeah. Another that one has sort of has the reverse problem of what you're talking about. The art was what? great. Uh, I love the art. Yeah. Uh, the story was kind of messy. It's Ramita, John Ramita. Oh right. Um, story's kind of messy. Mm-hmm. Story didn't particularly work for me, but no. uh, the art pushed it probably yeah. a star higher than I would. Hot have given take, it. but only for those who care about Batman comics and sure. Scott Snyder. Yeah. Scott Snyder might he might have peaked with Batman. Okay. So, and like my, Court of Owls. No, I would say Zero Year okay. was like it. And after that, it feels like, because he also wrote some stuff before the New 52 that were actually pretty good too. Yeah. But I feel like he's told the Batman stories yeah, probably he had to, in him. And now he's just like, what on. else does Batman, what yeah. if Batman got a new car and it had a cup holder, but the Joker put a cup in the cup holder yeah. and it was full of bees? Whoa. <laughs> I guess I'd read that. <laughs> okay. I also finished the fun, yeah. subtle art of not giving an F. Yeah. By Mark Manson. Yeah. And I'm, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It oh, was looks like you don't give an F. Hey. About it was that not book. it actually wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be to uh-huh. begin with. The first chapter I feel like starts really strong mm-hmm. and is kind of refreshing and a different take and a lot of profanity. Uh-huh. Uh, and then after that it just sort of becomes <laughs> A pretty standard like self-help book, uh, and I don't know a self-help yeah. book from a thirty-two-year-old blogger just doesn't really. Whoa, jeez! I don't know. You know gauntlet what I mean? Thrown. Well, slap. You know, do you slap somebody just, with a gauntlet? I, I. You probably could. That's in a Mel Brooks film. Yeah, I okay. think so. So you know, right? It was it was good. It was it was interesting, and there were some things where I was like, oh yeah, that's a yeah. good point, good way of thinking about it. Uh-huh. I don't think it was some you know mind altering like whoa i see things so differently now but i've been given an f for too long yeah exactly um i'm pretty sure it's prince of thieves 
are men in tights. Okay. Where somebody challenges Robin Hood to a duel with a glove. Oh, yeah. And then he takes out the gauntlet yeah. and slaps somebody. <laughs> right. I, I think, think you're right. Okay. <laughs> classic. Classic <laughs> Mel Brooks. Right. So, page to screen adaptation. Kind of? Yeah. Robin Hood. Okay. He's from the page. Yeah. I like how you did that show tune thing, yeah. too. Did you like um, that? All right. So. Did you say Abe Lincoln? Just kidding. That's for Robin <laughs> oh, Hood. Men yeah. Um, so you've done your, your own two, then. What? With these books. What do you mean? Like you didn't love them? Oh, All Star Batman and Subtle Art. Yeah, yeah, they're both fine. <laughs> they're both fine. Okay, I didn't. You're right. I didn't yeah. love them. As promised, I picked up The Woman in the Window by A.J. Finn. Oh, geez. Uh, I'm not too deep into it yet. Yeah, I'm. I'm mildly intrigued, uh-huh. but it wasn't like a a Gone Girl type yeah. situation where right from the start I was like, oh my, right, oh my, okay, so, yeah. So I'm liking it. Uh, I'm not loving it, but yeah. I'm expecting to get into it a little bit more. All right. So I will keep you and our yeah. faithful so, listeners posted. So woman in the window for people who don't know. Yeah. Uh, what happened is the woman from Cabin, Cabin 10. 10. <laughs> she, but she, it is. She gets to port. Uh, is it told in first person? Yeah. Oh, good. So it's first person. Yeah. She has a drinking problem. Yeah. Taking uh, narcotics. Yeah. And she sees a murder. Yeah. Nobody believes her. Right. Because of all of that. Right. So that's, that's kind of... That's, that's new, though. That's, that's a new a take. Is it? If I had to say. No. No? I don't we're not so. doing a bit on no, the woman in the common. window right now? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we okay, were being no. serious. <laughs> <laughs> because it is getting a lot of, like... I haven't seen a lot of, like, yeah. the next Gone Girl, the next... Maybe they learned to the stop train, doing that. I guess. Maybe. So, maybe. It did yeah. go right to number one from uh, yeah. an author that yeah. I didn't really... No. I, I hadn't heard of this author before. No, people saw a woman I in think, the... And were like, what? Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, he's uh, AJ Finn is a, a journalist, not not known for, mm. you know, writing a lot of books. Oh. But it, so it just jumped he's right the to the top. First, that's that's I guess that's different in that he's a male author oh, writing yeah. this that's in true. this genre. That's a different take. Yeah. Finally, men are getting their fair shake. Yeah. Here's what we got uh, coming to be published in the next couple of months. Uh-huh. This is one I know. I know we give old Jimmy P. Uh, I can't. I know we no. give him the old Raz. No, I can't talk about. But this Jimmy is Patterson. actually one that I, I can't. This is a series that I enjoy, uh, so I am kind of looking forward to it. Oh, is it uh, NYPD Red Four? Five, five. NYPD Red Five. James Patterson and Marshall Carp. Now I've not read Marshall Carp's solo stuff, solo stuff uh-huh. nor have I read his other mm-hmm. non-NYPD Red collaborations. Mm-hmm. And I can't stress enough that these are not good. Right. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like they're like a there's like a frozen Tony's pizza when you've had a busy day, mm-hmm. kind of good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like not good for you. You probably shouldn't eat. A Tony's Pizza, right? Same thing with the NYPD Red series. Okay, I recognize that they're not great, mm-hmm. and if I'm going to spend my time reading a book, it should probably be something more elevated. But sometimes, right. like a DiGiorno's, sometimes I got to have my Tony's Pizza. Okay, uh, and with that in mind, NYPD Red Five coming to you in March. NYPD Red is the elite hard charging. When do we switch to book news? <laughs> investigative task force called in only for New York City's most high profile crimes. Uh-huh. Detective Zach Gord- Jordan. Zach Jordan is the best of the best, uh, a brilliant and tireless detective. He puts professionalism above all, ignoring his feelings for his partner, Kylie McDonald. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really ignore him, truth be told. The woman who broke his heart when they first met at the police academy. After solving a brutal string of murders during the Hollywood on Hudson Film Festival, the scandalous hazmat killer case, the mysterious kidnapping of a billionaire businessman's son, and a shocking jewel heist at a Manhattan movie premiere, Zach and Kylie return to face the most dangerous criminal of their career. Yes. So that tells you nothing about this book. Right. That just summarizes the previous four books. Doesn't even give you a hint. Mm. And the titles just had NYPD Red 5, so I couldn't even hazard a guess. Mm. But I'm going to read it in March. So okay. That's all I can tell you. 
Uh, new from Anna Quinlan. The, the tensions, Anna Quinlan? Yes, the Anna Quinlan. The tensions in a tight-knit neighborhood and a seemingly happy marriage are exposed by an unexpected act of violence in this provocative new novel from the number one New York Times bestselling author of Miller's Valley and Still Life with Breadcrumbs. I know of this author. I mm-hmm. know that she tends to be popular. I've not read this author. Hmm. So maybe I'll put her on the list. Okay. Uh, and finally, <gasps> boy, it's a good day for authors that we like to make fun of. Is it? Uh, Accidental Heroes by the one and only, the true original, mm-hmm. the queen of novels? Queen of novels. Danielle Steele. Oh, I don't really make fun of her. That's I true. I think we're, we're a little bit afraid of her. Yeah, it's true. She's we're, so successful. We're in awe of her power. Yeah, it's yeah. just like I have to, sometimes we have to yeah. tease her to like humanize her yeah. even a little bit because we've... She's been deitized. Yeah. Well, as the police say, every little thing she does is magic. Oh, so. okay. The band, the police. The band, the police. <laughs> I was thinking like the actual not police. Not the cops. No, yeah. not the cops. Uh, a decorated former Air Force pilot. This is called Accidental Heroes by Danielle Steele. Yeah. A decorated former Air Force pilot, a pregnant flight attendant, Uh-oh. a dedicated TSA agent. Uh-oh. The fates of these three and many others converge in Danielle Steele's <sighs> gripping new novel, yeah. a heart-stopping thriller that engages ordinary yeah. men and women in the fight of their lives mm-hmm. during a flight from New York to San Francisco. Okay. Can I tell you something about uh, pregnant women in stories? Couldn't stop you if I tried. Um, you know how uh, the director of The Birds, Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock said uh, suspense is knowing there's a bomb. Yeah. But action is like a bomb goes off. Suspense yeah. is knowing there's a bomb. Right. Um, I feel like a pregnant woman in an action film or something like that is a bomb. You're just, really? you, you know she's Something, pregnant, and yeah. you know sooner or later yeah. she's about to give yeah, birth to Yeah, you're going to be delivering being. that baby. In that, yeah. It's in, a, in a stairwell of a burning building. Car chase. Yep. It's just at Somewhere. some scene where it's the most inopportune time, yeah. she's going to go into labor, yeah. and somebody who's not trained yeah. is going to have to deliver a baby. Uh, so, yeah. This is this is Sally's, uh, our regular Halloween guest. This yes. is her worst nightmare that you're describing. Yes. So I'm going to have to ask, for her, her worst sake, nightmare. I'm going to ask you to stop. It is being in a car during a car chase and having to deliver a baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't the bus kind of run, run itself? The bus? No, I, I'm sorry I said the bus, yeah. but I mean like giving birth. Oh. Like we always we always have people like delivering the baby. Yeah. But don't I guess I just don't understand hmm. why we need, why there's so many people involved. Okay. All right, but then I've never delivered a baby or been pregnant. That's so. true. You haven't. You haven't. And apparently, Don't you, you, really just, you yeah, missed yeah. an important talk in your adolescence. <laughs> uh, new and large print yeah. coming out next month. How does Lions, one get pregnant? You're going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's turn the mics off for a minute. I'm, <laughs> okay. This is, you're going to need right. to sit down for this. Click. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Sorry. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, you're going to love the title of this book. Okay. I'm warning you ahead of time because uh-huh. it's great. Mm. Lions and Tigers and Murder. Oh, my. Okay. That's the title. That's not the tagline. All right. That well, is the title. You, went, you definitely increased the volume for the oh my there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Lions and Tigers and Murder. Oh my. Oh my. Okay. By Denise Swanson. This is book number six in Devereaux's Dime Store. Mm. Coming to you in large print from the New York Times bestselling author of Between a Book and a Hard Place. Yes. I need to... Denise Swanson has done it again. Do you find... Do you think if you were an author yeah. and you were writing a series yeah. and they were all based off of kitschy little uh pun titles yeah would you find that to be a crutch or like a help to be like oh well i'll just call it uh pepperoni with a slice of murder i wonder what comes first yeah yeah you know what i mean are yeah. you like hey, here's i got this crazy title idea yeah. and now i gotta figure out the yeah. rest yeah 
withdrawal at the murder bank. It Great. Seems, it wrote itself. It seems like you'd have to have the title first in something like this. Yeah. I something think so. like it would be a help for the escape artist. One of my <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not going back. Okay. I'm not going back. Okay. You don't want to go back there. I, no, you don't. You don't want to go in never there. go back. That's a that's a Mark Greeny's backblast if I've ever <laughs> I've heard one. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, back. Anyway. Yes. All right. Lines. This book packs a bite. That's not a thing people say. Um, uh, opening up a dime store in her hometown of Shadow Bend, Missouri, Devereaux Dev Sinclair thought she left the wilds of city life behind her, but she's about to discover that even rural life can be beastly. Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's not good. Would you like to hear the other books in the Devereaux yeah, Dime Store series? Yeah, I guess that's a thing we do. Book number one, Little Shop of Homicide. That's not good. Yeah, because Little Shop of Horrors is already a it's thing. It's good, yeah. Yeah. Nickled and dimed to death. All right, this, this is yeah. weak sauce. You're right. Dead between the lines. That doesn't really work. I don't get it, yeah. visually, oh, it looks like read, read between right. the lines, but it doesn't... But it's not deed right. between the lines. That would make more sense yeah. if it was some sort of... You know, yeah. Dying for a cupcake. Now, I... Huh. But between a book and a hard place, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And lions and tigers and murder. Oh my! Wow. I don't. These are weak compared to the one we did last week. Yeah. These are nothing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure the book is wonderful, but yeah. Uh, in a bit of of author news for you, my friend. Uh-huh. Uh, a, a, we had in the juvenile graphic novel section, right. we had all sorts of Sonic the Hedgehog comic books. Yes. And they were they would just go like gangbusters yeah. Yeah. all the time. Yeah, could going like hotcakes. So, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, uh, one would then, say they had to go fast. You you would, yeah. yeah. And then Archie Comics lost the rights and went to IDW, mm-hmm. and now they didn't finish those Sonic stories. Right. And there's been this long year long gap. Right. So we've not been able to reach the demand. Well, I've got good news for you. Oh, I missed this. IDW's Sonic the Hedgehog is coming back in, in April. April. There it is. And they're going to give you four issues. Boom, boom, boom. Week, week, week. Nice. So that means the trade is going to be coming out pretty all soon because right. they're going to get all those out quickly. Yes. So for all of our tween yeah. listeners out mm-hmm. there, and I know there are legions, yes. Sonic the Hedgehog will return yeah. in comic book form in April. Yeah. Sonic right. is back. Yeah. In comic form. Yeah. You don't know that Simpsons episode. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Sorry. Urkel, uh, Urkel better call his agent because yeah, no there kidding. could be an animated series in, in the works here. In the Simpsons, uh, Bart traded his soul for something i can't remember what it was maybe a cupcake okay but he gave it to millhouse but when he went to go get it back from millhouse millhouse has traded bart's soul for a pog collection and he had an elf an elf elf uh-huh. pog and he's yeah. like elf is back in pog form i love it and it's it's hilarious you Everybody know what he says it. Yeah. i love pogs and i love elf so yeah. that episode would have worked for me <laughs> on a lot of levels yeah uh you know what uh-huh. let's talk oscars now you want to take us? Oh there? yes, yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Nominees came out last week, and as you know, mm-hmm. it's impossible to watch these movies. Well, yeah, they're impossible. They're new, impossible. I just don't understand why in the world we live in uh-huh. there is not some sort of thing where the Oscars come out, uh-huh. you pay some fee, mm-hmm. and you can watch all the movies like online. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't know, man. Because I want to watch these movies. Do you? Yes, well, I do. Let's see which movies you want to watch. All right, tell so me. We got uh, lead actress. Okay. Nominations. You got Sally Hawkins in The Shape of Water. Did not see it. Uh, I did. Good? Yeah. She she plays a mute character, so everything mm. she has to do is uh, expressive. So well, I don't know. Uh, we got Francis. Although, I mean, Harpo Marx did it for years, and he never won an he Oscar. He never, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, he was never nominated for uh, lead hey, actress. Do you want to hear my Harpo impression? Yeah. 
That's that's a pretty great. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah, so, just like him. Yeah, I should have given you a horn though. You so probably should have. You yeah. probably. Yeah. Uh, Francis McDormand from Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay. Did you see this one? Uh, no, we meant to, and then we were going to see that in Itania, me okay. and my wife. But then the weather was really bad yeah. that Saturday. A simple no. Okay. Good. Uh, Margot Robbie and Itania. Uh-huh. Uh huh. An erstwhile Harley Quinn herself is getting a Oscar nomination. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Suicide Squad also won an Oscar last year, as you recall. So no, it didn't. Yes, it did for makeup. Wow. Yeah, true story. Gosh, Academy Award-winning Suicide Squad. The world is stupid. <laughs> oh. uh, Saoirse Ronan and Lady Bird. Yeah, and Meryl Streep in The Post. I haven't seen the others, but I think that that was an Oscar-worthy performance mm. by Meryl Streep. Absolutely, I do. Is it, doesn't she get nominated every year? She's. I think this is her twenty first. I know it's a lot. It's too many. I. I don't know. Having when seen... you got it, you got it. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, homecoming week in school, mm-hmm. where if you won one of the dress up days one week, uh-huh. you couldn't win the other days. Right. And I say, why not? If you can yeah, win your A sure. game every week yeah. on Spirit Week, yeah, you should win that prize every single day. Yeah. But I don't make the rules. That's true. You don't. I know. Here at the library, kind of. Sure, I do, yeah. If we had a spirit week here, and uh-huh. you were the best dressed every day, I'd give you the prize every Thanks, day. man. That's a promise. Yeah. Well, we also do a show together. People might think you're a little biased. I know. So, and what if I just went as Nick Gunning every day? Well, that's that's yeah. the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've only seen The Shape of Water and Lady Bird. I don't know who would get it out of those two. Okay. So, but... I'll All tell right. you after I see the other three. I would love to hear. I do want to see the other three. Keep us posted, uh, Lead actor... Uh, Tim- Timothy, it has two E's at the end, and the first E has one of those little uh, accents. Ooh. Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Okay. Uh, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis in The Phantom Thread. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah. Apparently, no, I, I was going to do a Phantom of the Opera bit. Okay. So, uh, Daniel, <laughs> what if someone was like, you're going to be in The Phantom Thread, and he, he got into his actor's mode where he, he is that person for 12 months. Mm-hmm. It was The Phantom of the Opera. Or it was The Phantom. Okay. Originally played by uh, Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. Yeah. Oh. And they were like, no, Daniel Day-Lewis, you played the Billy wrong... Zane is back. Uh, Daniel Kalula from Get Out. Am I saying that? Kalula? Yeah. Yeah. Get Out. Uh, Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour. And Denzel Washington in Roman J. Israel Esquire. And what of those have you seen? I have seen Get Out. I've seen Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. So Roman J. Israel Esquire will be out in time for you to watch it before the oh, okay. oscars cool um that's it from those all right and then the best picture we have call me by your name darkest hour dunkirk get out ladybird phantom thread the post the shape of water okay and three billboards outside ebbing missouri i have seen get out this was sorry ladybird, this was best picture the shape of water yeah and from the ones you've seen what and do you dunkirk. think uh, out of the four I've seen, yeah, I don't know. Huh. It, I feel like everybody keeps talking about Lady Bird like it's the best movie ever, and I thought it was really good, but I don't know. Dunkirk was great, so but I'm you worried. The post. I'm worried about that because I didn't see it in theaters, and I feel like it's just not going to work. Yeah, man. But you know what? What? You made your bed. <laughs> you're right. Now you got to sleep in it. I, you're right. We kept telling you to see Dunkirk. You're like, I don't want to. Yeah. So that's not true. I never had a chance. What? I never had a chance. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you, you think, uh, no, I guess it, it's out on DVD. You could watch it in the auditorium. 
That's do a true. Special maybe we should do a little. Auditory. We should see actually if we have yes. the rights. Maybe we could do a little Oscar uh, screening. It's Warner Brothers. Okay, I'm sure we. I think we do. Well, let's look at PG thirteen, my friend. So All yeah, right. we could we could do a special before you. Did we that do that last cool. year with something? Mm, I think we might have and didn't get much response. So. <laughs> okay, well, Dunkirk is yeah. cool. Uh, anything else? Um, you you the the lists are online. Every news, every magazine, everybody does a True. list yep. of it, but. Well, one of the things is we always get all the nominations for yep. uh, Best Picture um, in our collection. And then we also always get all the f- five nominations for uh, Best Documentary okay. and Best uh, Foreign Film. So it doesn't matter who wins there. We'll get all all five of those. So this is always a good good uh, list for us. Like, what should we get for these smaller yeah. collections? Yeah. Same with CDs and the Grammys. Like, some yes. of those smaller categories are yes. just helpful. So if, uh, uh, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Do you remember who won the Golden Globe for Best Animated? Was it Coco? Yeah. Do you think Coco is going to take the Oscar again? Probably. It's not a very strong field. But I got to say, I don't. Well, structurally, I don't feel like Coco mm-hmm. is a strong enough movie to merit okay. that. But it's definitely. I mean, I haven't seen Boss Baby, but I got to assume it's better than Boss Baby. Okay. Well, so. I don't know. Uh, I didn't see Coco. Yeah. Y- you saw Coco. I did. That's yeah, weird. With, I remember uh, saying, hey, do you want to see Coco? Yeah. Look, we shouldn't air our dirty saw, laundry. Saw it with the Nutcracker Prince himself. We shouldn't air our dirty laundry yeah. on this uh, on this podcast. Yeah. Hi, Bo. If I had to, you could I air the betrayed. dirty laundry. You were betrayed there. I was well betrayed. Betrayed. Oh wait, you know what? That's a song that nobody else would know. So mm. I can't. I should that just... usually doesn't stop you from. Uh, oh hey, here's yeah. something. I didn't bring this up last week. Okay. Uh, when I saw Dancing with the Stars, yeah. they did their Disney night, and the second song they did was "There Can Be Miracles" from Prince of Egypt. What? Yeah. That's, that's DreamWorks. Yeah, that's DreamWorks. That's and not I, Disney. No, I know. DreamWorks is owned by Fox, who now owns, is owned by Disney, but Whatever. it hasn't, it's not official yet. So yeah. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Boy, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I thought I could trust Frankie yeah. Muniz, but now I just, yeah, I don't know. You thought you could? Trust He's Frankie always, Muniz? Yeah. Absolutely. He's yeah. always been on your list of people to trust. Yep. All right. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, Logan yeah, got, got best adep- adapted, a best adapted screenplay. So that's cool. Has that has a has Actually, a genre like a superhero film got a screenplay nod before? Oh, I can't think of. I one. can't remember one. Um, no, it's nice that it got something. Yeah, I I think you take Patrick Stewart's performance in Logan and put it into prestige film, right? And call it Alzheimer's, and he yeah. gets an Oscar nomination. Absolutely agree. But because it's in Logan, yeah, and uh, he's a psychic. No, right. Um. But we should probably mention then us being a library, the adapted screenplays, because these it. are based off of books mm-hmm. or not uh, always. Sometimes plays or yeah, other things. Uh, so, "Call Me by Your Name" by James Ivory. Okay. Uh, well, these are by the people who adapted them. Okay. So, "The Disaster Artist," which I think is a book, mm-hmm. I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, Logan, which is definitely an adaptation, uh, like a yeah of characters. Yeah. And things. Molly's yeah. Game by Aaron Sorkin. Okay. And Mudbound, which I've only Mudbound's on here a few times, and I've only heard of that movie since these nominations were released. Okay, so I must not really be in the know. So those are our the screenplay ones, the adapted screenplay. Exciting. So hey, but you're glad I uh, made you watch The Big Sick. Yeah, with me. Yeah, just you and I watching yeah. The Big Sick. A couple of bros rom coming it up. Yeah, good times. So great oldies. Yeah, plus Ray Romano. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're big and sick. Sorry. Well, but that's his daughter. Oh. He's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That didn't happen. My daughter's the big sick. Oh, no. Ah, wake up. Uh, what's he doing lately? I guess the big sick. The big sick. That's the answer. Pretty, he's yeah. in an Oscar nominated film. Yeah. 
So my brother's a big Ray Romano fan, and so oh, you and I listened to his stand up, didn't we? Live at Once, the yeah. NYC. It was pretty good. Yeah, kind of kind of like dad jokes, but yeah, it was. I laughed. Yeah. I laughed. Yeah, I had a good time. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's it. Well, uh, you ready to turn our attention to the year of 2018? I don't know, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, <laughs> no, you're right. I am. Let's uh, get to 2018. Yes. What I think we should do is discuss the most anticipated YA books of 2018. Okay. You're the teen librarian. So that, you, you got to steer the ship, my friend. Yeah. Uh, it's head of youth services, Nick. I know you. I know please, you are. Please. I know you are, but what am I? Is that a Pee Wee Herman impression? Herman, yep. All right. Paging I, Mr. Herman. You know what? I think you're yeah. in the running for best supporting actor. Because of your, the Pee Wee? Your turn as wow. uh, Pee Wee. <laughs> yeah. Pee Wee Herman. Okay. There you go. Jeez. All right. That was that laugh. Okay. You liked it? Yeah, I okay. I did. So these are the uh these are a couple of sites, Pace Magazine mm-hmm. and Hypable. Hypable. Uh they have some suggestions for the top uh the most anticipated YA books, young adult books coming out in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh some of these are already out because we're a little late in getting to this, but yeah. you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. not we're not running for the Oscars. Yeah. Who are you to yeah. judge us? Yeah. There's no podcast awards. Yeah. Actually, there are. There aren't are there. lots. We should submit. Really? Yeah. <gasps> That'd be great publicity. Yeah, it would be. And maybe for a Maybe we'd win. What it- you will recall that we won a Best of Social Media Award a few yes. years back. Yes. So. Yes. Not bad. No. Not no. bad. The award-winning All the Book yeah. Show podcast. We had this, uh, I don't know if you know, but we had a pretty good uh, exchange. Yeah. I, I kind of played like the Robert De Niro yeah. uh, silent guy. I remember. And you were the Joe Pesci, I guess. Yeah, in a this? little bit. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you looking at me? I did all that. Yeah. Yeah. And Some home like, alone little stuff. A little bit. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, speaking home of. alone. Speaking <laughs> of page to screen. Right. Speaking of page to screen. Stop saying that. Speaking of page to screen. Right. They're making a, a Mighty Ducks TV show. How's that page to screen? It's, I'm sorry, adapted screenplay. How? They're, they're adapting the Mighty Ducks movies to a TV yeah. I hate to tell you medium. this, but they already did that once and it was terrible. With the Space Ducks? With the, the, the cartoon Space, space Ducks. superhero who yeah. also play hockey? Yeah. Well, it's neither here nor there. Okay. Let's get to Hypable. With Jim Belushi. I want to talk about Batman Nightwalker oh, we're over by the, Maria okay. Liu. Yes. This came out January 2nd, so it we sure do did. have this already. Yes. Uh, my wife is reading it. Uh-huh. And she's oh. really enjoying it. Oh, wow. We picked it up in... She notoriously hates Batman. No. I'm just kidding. No, she doesn't. But it it is a very... I haven't read Marie Lou's other stuff. Have you? Uh, No. Okay. It is a strong start. I mean, when I picked it up, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so interesting. Mm. And she also read the Lee Bardugo Wonder Woman. Right. So she's... So she's ready then for... Is it Soul? Soul something. Soul Taker? I can't remember. the Soul... Yeah, Catwoman's Soul Taker, I think. Yeah, and then Superman after that. Oh, really? When's yeah, the Superman I one? can't remember. It's okay. it's got a it's got a high profile. Who's writing the Superman I book? I don't know. Let's it has do this it's on a air. high profile author. Okay, but uh, are you looking that up? Because I can talk a little bit about this. Yeah, before about... he was Batman, he was Bruce Wayne, mm. a reckless boy willing to break the rules for a girl who may be his worst enemy. The right. Night Walkers are terrorizing Gotham City, and Bruce Wayne is next on their list. Did I tell you there's a Jurassic World? You did. Uh, I don't Matt know if you told De La Pena. Oh, who is that? Uh, he has written uh, other such books as <laughs> Yeah. Yes. You're doing great. Well don't don't let the weird awkward silence. Oh, I know him from because he won the uh uh-huh. won the Newberry for last stop on Market Street. Oh thank God. That was really good. Okay. That was a picture book. Remember, that was a big upset because it uh, was a picture book that won. He's written like the Infinity Ring books that are popular. Ah, yes, and, thank you. Oh um, my gosh. That was he's, right. you'd you'd know his stuff if you saw it. A lot there. Anyway, um, who would have thought we could get to a place in the world where Catwoman got her own book before Superman? Yeah, series. Yeah, but 
He's That's not. True. He's not been having a good. Now, decade. is this based on the Halle Berry movie of of the same name? Catwoman. You think this is a young adult Halle Berry Catwoman? Could be a young Holly Berry. All right, okay. keep, keep talking about All right. Batman. No, that's it. Oh, okay. that's it. This is the start of an, a new series, a loosely connected series. Yeah. It's not the same author, not the was same. One, uh, well, you know what? I was about to ask is Wonder Woman was young in the her YA yeah. book, but she's like thousands of years old. Right. So right. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, never mind. But it is like an early in her life kind mm-hmm. of Wonder Woman. So yes. Uh, all right. Are you on Pace Magazine? I, I, wanna... look, I was looking at Hypebubble, but go ahead. Take it away. Uh Pace Magazine says Chain Breaker by Tara Sim. Okay. And The Hazelwood by Melissa Albert. Mm-hmm. Will you look at those real quick? Sure. And, and tell me if you notice anything about the cover. Yeah. Like the fact that they look exactly the same oh, well, in terms of covers. They know what they're doing. Okay. That's it. I just think it's, I don't know what the theme is right now. It's just writing the title and then surrounding yeah. it in debris. The the Hazelwood has shown up a lot. Yes. Uh, that was one. This is a debut. Do, did you read about it already? You did not. Uh, no, I did not okay. yet. Okay. Uh, 17-year-old Alice and her mother have spent most of Alice's life on the road, always a step ahead of uncanny bad luck biting at their heels. But when Alice's grandmother, the reclusive author of a cult classic book of pitch-dark fairy tales, dies alone on her estate, the Hazelwood, mm-hmm. Alice learns how bad her luck can really get. Her mother is stolen away by a figure who claims to come from the hinterland, the cruel supernatural world where her grandmother's stories are set. Alice's only lead is the message her mother left behind. Stay away from the Hazelwood. Mm. Now, this one is interesting because mm-hmm. uh, it's a debut. Mm-hmm. It's a new author on the scene. Mm-hmm. And it incited a bidding war. When this oh. one came up, like, several publishers were like, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want right. it. So people are seeing something in here. And I'm intrigued by the... Uh, by the premise, I think that's a I think that's a clever, interesting yeah. premise. So, uh, this is one I plan to read. Yeah. When does that come out? Uh, that comes out. January thirtieth. Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I want oh, it. There you go. Get it. Have okay. you ordered this already? Uh, I might need to order this. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm put me but, on the list, buddy. Yeah. Okay. It is very similar. The Have look started, is very similar to Chainbreaker. Uh, World Breaker or whatever it is, the Jason Siegel book. No. Okay, Networld. Yeah, World. I can't remember what it's called. Okay, cool. All right, what else you got? Any on here that are standing out to you as ones that like you personally are interested in? Oh, oh don't ask me that question. Okay, well, uh, forget I asked you that. Yeah, um, let's see. So this uh, Children of Blood and Moon by Tomi uh, Adami, uh, Adami, uh, comes out March 6th. This showed up on a bunch of lists, including... Uh, there was just a Entertainment Weekly like top fifty okay books, and this was on there as well. Uh, so with a movie already in the works, wow! And rights sold in over a dozen languages, the debut is commanding a lot of buzz in the book world. Uh, let's see. So it seems like maybe the the YA trend that we're looking at right now is sort of a fantastical element, mm-hmm. kind of branching out of that like storybook yeah premise and getting a little bit more fantasy driven yeah. that could be interesting yeah hey quick update yes uh one of the dogs peed on that a dog did pee on the a leash. dog peed on that leash and who put it in the bathtub my wife she did yeah so why is she asking you about it i think she was just asking if i knew why it was in there just by oh like at do it. you know what scooter did yeah like that how'd you know it was scooter i just assumed it was scooter he's a scamp he's, he's a, a lovable he's, yeah he's the naughtiest dog in the world he's man so naughty um yeah uh but you know what tell me uh he was delicious <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i didn't eat my dog no one thought you did but okay. it was a weird joke to make uh let's see so people they say people who like ember and ashes by sabata uh 
Tower. Oh, that was a big or hit. The Dragon King Chronicles, which I'm not familiar with. No, I don't I know. I will enjoy this book. All right. Uh, but everything changes that night. Magic disappeared. Ooh. Uh, under the orders of the Ruthless King, Ooh. Maji were targeted and killed, leaving Zali without a mother or her people without hope. So, okay. So, anyways, this uh, it's getting a lot of uh, notice from non young adult places. Mm-hmm. All right. So it seems like with our young adult books, mm-hmm. like the the way they're used, it always seems like a little bit of like a step behind. I don't mm-hmm. know if like people. Oh, I you know, know what you're saying. saying. Like, yes, that people start checking them out like months after right. they've been. Yeah, popular. when it's like, yeah. there's all this like this big buzz around it, and then yes. it's like somehow people sort of retroactively discover yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't feel like we, really we have people like this is the most anticipated book for me. Yeah. So well, maybe this podcast is going to turn those people around. Maybe. Um, let's see. Dread Nation has showed up on a lot of lists too. Dread Nation by Justina Ireland comes out April third. Uh, so who will like this book? People who like Bone Shaker. By Cherry Priest. Did you like Bone Shaker? Yes. Uh, actually, she says it's nothing like you've ever read. So let's check this out. Jage, I think this is an alternative history. So uh, Jane McKean was born two days before the dead began to walk the battlefields of Gettysburg and Chancellorville. Ooh. Also, it's a zombie book. Look out. Almost finished with their education at Miss Preston School of Combat in Baltimore, Jane is set on returning to her Kentucky home and doesn't pay much mind to the politics Mm -hmm. of the eastern cities with their talk of returning America to the glory days before the dead rose. But when families around Baltimore County begin to go missing, Jane is caught in the middle of a conspiracy, one that finds her in a desperate fight for her life against some powerful enemies. And the restless dead, it would seem, are the least of her problems. Ooh. So uh, the dead start to rise during the American Civil War. Okay. begins... Uh, the world building is incredible as Ireland crafts a stunning portrait of an alternate America that despite the zombie in the country in shambles feels all too current. Uh, so, oh, okay. So it deals with uh, the racism at the time as well. Hmm. So I get, yeah, if it was in the middle of the civil war, yeah, that would have been left undecided. Yeah. Well, it looks like we've got quite a few big names mm-hmm. uh, coming back next year. We have Angie Thomas has a follow-up coming out that of course everybody's chomping at the bit for. Um, I don't, it's hard to tell if this is like, it seems like maybe it's connected to the hate you get, but there's not a lot of information known about this one. Now it just says the world of garden returns to the world. Yeah. So So it's probably, yeah, maybe it's one of those things where like a, uh, side character, Stephen King type universe. I was probably going to go S.E. Hinton's outsider universe. Okay. So yes, but Angie Thomas has the new book. It's uh, on the come up. It's a story of an inspiring teen rapper and what happens when you get everything you thought you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I'm confused about... Whoa, sorry. Go ahead. About why Veronica Roth is still like on this list. I don't know, man. Because it seems to me Carl like... Carl Mark did not get no, the play. I think people no, thought it was going to. No. So... And I feel like people are sort of... I. I it's like when Divergent came out, people were like, oh, it's the next big thing, and then kind of made it the next big big yeah. thing. Even though, like, I don't think I know anybody who's like, that's an amazing series. I mm-hmm. love that series. Books or movies, it seems like they just never really clicked, and people were just really hungry for that sort of thing. Right. No pun intended, because I was right. going to say after on the heels of the Hunger Game, but it oh, seems like... Oh, they were hungered. But I didn't mean a pun. Right. But it seems like that was kind of like a knee-jerk, like, let's all get into Divergent, and then people mm-hmm. were like, oh, that was kind of a waste of time. Yeah. And then Carve the Mark. Yeah, nothing. Did anyone read it? Like uh, anyone? Yeah, it checked out. Did it? Okay. Stuff, but I don't, I, didn't, I don't hear, like, conversation around no. it. No. So... Well, 
the the title of this is called The Fates Divide. February it, 6, you have the book Shadow Song by uh, S.J. Jones. Mm-hmm. She wrote Winter Song, and that one has proven very popular here. That one uh, was constantly on hold. Um, so Winter Song was doing well. Okay. Uh, so Shadow Song will be out. That's the sequel. Uh, let's see. We got some other. Oh, The Case for Jamie by Brittany Cavallaro. This is Charlotte Holmes 3. Oh, I thought you, so. You remember I, uh, yeah. yeah, I brought that up. Did I read anything from that? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did it for a sexy new book club a while back. Yeah. But, um, the cover, I was like, oh, it's like that Sherlock Holmes book. And what because, do you know? Yeah, it, it sure is. is. And a Cassandra Clary yep. back. Yep. Excited to get that book so that no one will ever check it out and it'll be on the bestseller list for hey, someone checked it. Hey, two you years. Know what? Uh, the, f- oh yeah, we'll, we'll get to her <laughs> Yeah. The, uh, for people who wanted to know, Veronica Ross' next book is called The Fates Divided. Yeah, I said it. it is. Oh, okay. Um, hold on. I'm just scrolling down. Rick R- Ryden, of course, or Riordan. Riordan. Seems like that's, we're getting a little bit of diminishing returns on that, too. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. They The new stuff is, it's always really? checked out. Oh, okay. Uh, people coming like, do you have the new whatever? I don't understand it because, like, you would think the people he got with uh, Percy Jackson be like 35. Yeah. <laughs> and so somehow he's, uh, been able to maintain them uh Puddin by julie murphy this is the sequel to dumplin uh do you do you remember when dumplin was getting a lot oh, of yeah. Uh, press yeah. yeah uh people like dumplin and now Puddin is coming out it's called don't break the rules mm-hmm. change them mm-hmm. nice by julie murphy uh war storm by victoria aver uh aveyard this is red queen book four those books are very popular okay uh you know the glass crown glass yes. throne yeah 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 uh, and A Reaper at the Gates by Sa- uh, this is the third book in The Emperor in the Ashes. Uh, hasn't been super popular here, but uh, people seem to like it. Legendary by St- uh, Stephanie Garber. So Carvel's weird because that got a lot of play. It seemed like lots of people read Carvel, but I've never heard anyone talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. That, when I saw the cover, I was like, oh, right. That, yes. That book. But that but was I- one that I got that people just kept checking out. But, oh, they did? Yeah, but I oh. haven't seen like people talking about Carvel or anything. Anyway, that's May 29th, the sequel to Carvel. Okay. Rage, we just got the first book of Stormheart. Roar, I believe, is the first book. Okay. So Rage by Cora Oh, that Carmack looks kind of cool. Is that look kind of steampunky, is it? Uh, it's young adult fantasy, so I'm sure it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, her kingdom or the Stormfront she loves, duty or freedom, princess or adventurer. Oh, I'd pick adventurer, right? Yes, Cassandra Clare. So queen of air and darkness. This is the dark artifices three. So this was, oh, I can't even remember the shadow. Does this have siblings in love with each other or does she keep that just I, with no. the mortal instruments? Okay. I Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Okay. But you're right. These books, yes, they sit on the top of the bestsellers list for years and then none of our patrons ever Mm-mm. check them out. So I don't know if our patrons specifically are just done with cassandra claire there's so many and they're so hard to follow yeah i, I dread when people ask me a question yeah, about those where, books. where does this book fit in it's impossible no, no. it's impossible to untangle yeah it's a tangled web and we've weaved it we have so uh let's see there's Bef- my soul co- oh oh i was just oh. before we close it there's one that i want to talk about because okay. it seems interesting okay but go ahead i, didn't mean I was gonna say my so-called bollywood life that sounds fun. By Nisha Sharma? Did yeah. Is she right? No. Um, oh, man. That's my sister-in-law, Amanda. If you're listening, mm-hmm. this this checks all your boxes. You've got it looks Bollywood. Like a, you've got teen romance. Yeah, it looks YA. like a romance. It says, then there's Dev, a fellow film geek and one of the few people Winnie can count on to help her reclaim control of her story. Dev is smart, charming, and challenges Winnie to look beyond her horoscope to find someone she'd pick for herself. But does falling for Dev mean giving up on her prophecy or a chance to live happily ever after? 
Mm. To get her Bollywood-like life on track, Winnie will need a little bit of help from fate, family, of course, a Bollywood movie star. Yeah. yeah. Is it Sharuk? I <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Could be. Go ahead. All right. I love the tagline here. Like an expertly choreographed Bollywood dance scene, uh-huh. Nisha Sharma's offbeat love story dazzles in the limelight. Nice. Anyway, that's not the one that I wanted to talk All about, right. though. I wanted to talk one. about Unearthed. Oh, yes. We have that. Oh, we do? It's out already? Yeah. Has that gotten That was a January much? one. Okay. Uh, people, it seemed exciting. It looks cool. It yeah. looks really cool. When Unearthed, when, when Earth, the planet, intercepts a message from a long extinct alien race, it seems like the solution the planet has been waiting for. <laughs> the Undying's advanced technology has the potential to undo environmental damage and turn lives around. And Gaia, their former home planet, is a treasure trove waiting to be uncovered. I feel like maybe there's some motives that aren't pure. Right. And like things are going to go down. Yeah. And it's going to get ugly. Okay. Do you think maybe uh, somebody you're going to trust isn't going to be so trustworthy. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you I think, think someone in power, yeah. it, like he's going to be like, we're doing this for everybody. Yeah. And then you find out. Means well. Uh, and I think he's, yeah. if he is doing that, he's definitely going to live and be fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like a really like pure noble character mm-hmm. is going to do what he promises to do. Right. And make it all the yeah, way through. He's not going to sacrifice like. That's my prediction. A, a couple. No. To save the many. Probably I mean, not. yeah, a couple's like. 200,000 yeah. people, but he, he wouldn't sacrifice them to save no. another 500,000. No. So. No, because then, yeah. I mean, then you're part of the problem. Really. Yeah. Do you really want to live yeah. like that? The problem is when you're part of the problem like that, yeah. you can't see it. That's a double problem. Yeah. Which makes a positive. Hey. Two wrongs make a right, my friend. Mm-hmm. And that's common knowledge. Yeah. Everyone knows that. I don't understand the two lefts make a right. Well, f- four lefts. Four lefts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything, or, so or is it two these, rights make a left? Two, <laughs> fool me once. No, just, uh-huh. I can't do it. Can two rights make a wrong? Maybe. Yeah. Well, that was so right, but the second one was even more right, which <laughs> it's, it's, it's wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So anything else? Anything else that you're, you personally are anticipating that you want to drop in here? Uh, there's, there's so much that the, those lists, I feel like, only go like to the first half of the year. Yeah. Because I, have, I keep uh, a wish list on our... Are in our library yeah. account of YA books, and like I've got some set out that set up that don't come out until oh, I mean mine personally. Yeah, June fifth, uh, we're getting the Jurassic, Jurassic World hardcover yeah. uh, young adult uh, book about. No way will you be disappointed with that book. about Claire. She's going to, I assume, corral the dinosaurs that are loose on the island before they open Jurassic World. Is Ron Howard in it? Why would you say that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we have a whole bunch of books coming out that uh they didn't mention you got spinning silver by naomi novak which is the sequel to uh uprooted spinning gold uh you have a bunch of survivor books you got Nightblood, which is part of the Fr- Frostblood saga coming out in june um sarah j moss has another throne of glass book if you believe it look out if you can believe it you got the ladies guide to petticoats and piracy which is the sequel to Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue. Okay. Uh, Dark Crowns number three is coming out in September. These Rebel Waves is coming out in August. Whoa. These, uh, you know who's a very popular I would love for you uh, to tell author me. here. Tell me. Uh, Casey West. She mm-hmm. writes teen romance. So Listen to Your Heart comes out in May. Um, so that will be a big one. You're throwing a lot of knowledge from at me. Twink- oh, from Twinkle with Love. Not That's written by the author of uh, when oh, Rashi meant... Sorry, I can't remember. Uh, when Dimple met Rashi. Okay. Uh, so that was that was fun. Exciting. So yes, there's lots of 
books that actually I didn't see on that list. But what a bold new world yeah. we're going into. Yeah. I just hope that our alien overlords come and mm-hmm. give us the proper cure for what ails us. Unearthed. Uh, Coming to you <laughs> in January. Okay. All right. All right. That's On it. the come up. Let's talk library news. All right. Uh, uh, we got a movie this week, this Friday. Yes. My Little My Little pony. pony. No, just My Little Pony. My Small. My Little Pony, the movie. Not, not the 80s one with the ice people My that are world with the lava people and the ponies bring them That's together. That's kind of a confusing and dark movie, as I recall. Yeah. A little bit. Well, I mean, it's dealing Care with Bears get a little dark. Racism, yeah. We're talking 80s. Yeah, which I remember that. Sometimes they get trapped and put in like crystals yeah you're like we've locked the care bears away yeah, like care bears are locked away <laughs> you're gonna need a care bear cousin where's lionel when you need him yeah you know um so we're showing my little pony the on new one february yes, 2nd the one that came out in 2017 so it's like the funny it's got a lot of people in it Liv schreiber friendship is tragic no friendship is magic are you sure sometimes okay yeah all right so in the movie following up that in march will be thor ragnarok ragnarok mm. that's exciting yeah yeah. So all you uh Did you just see Thor once? Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Yes. Only once. Well, not much of a fan. What? Uh Book Club is we're wrapping up on <laughs> the long fall. Does that sound right? <laughs> I always get yeah, this I, wrong. I hope you read the, the right book. The Walter Mosley. Yes. The Long Fall. Leonard McGill book yeah. one. Uh the meaning for that is three thirty on February seventh. That's a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then we're also reading the Doomsday Key by James Rollins, the first in our patron pick book club this year. So if you have a book that you want us to do for a book club, mm-hmm. let us know. We will put it in the mix and right. draw a name out at yeah. random. Okay. And our Jane Austen book club is currently reading Emma. Ah. So if you want to get involved in a book club, right. now is the perfect time. Yeah. Our first concert for February, February 15th, we have the Sorrow State back. Mm-hmm. They were here last year, very well received. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're looking forward to having them back. We've got mm-hmm. some new high-tech equipment, mm-hmm. so they'll be a little bit more at home. So right. that should be a good show. So I hope, hope you'll join us for that. Yeah. I uh, hope you had a chance to see the uh, women's history display that we had up. Uh, too late now. No, actually, I guess you have a few more days. We have it till the end of the week. By the time... So- February yeah. 2nd yeah. is uh, when it goes down. Yeah, people so, will still have like yeah. four days. Yeah, you've got, you've got a few more days. Yeah. So hope yeah. you'll stop in. And Alfred, check listeners, that out. hurry on up. Yeah, you if you're listening to this on air right now, and it's yeah. the 31st, you got two days to get here. I think you mean Angelica. Oh no! <laughs> Great. Now you've lost all our all our Angelica. I'm sorry. Listeners. Yeah, I meant our Angelica, but Alfred also. Yeah, if you're listening to this, yeah. and it's the 31st. You might as well. Yeah, you people well in uh, California. How you, you got to get a one way ticket here now? You need to get here. So you need yeah. to get here quickly. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add before we close up shop? Uh, I shouldn't. Further development. That's too much. We think we we had a rug, dog peed on it. Oh. We we cleaned it and everything, but we're like we need to get a, a like a steam cleaner or like an official mm-hmm. cleaner for this thing. So we rolled it up, put it in the closet. Okay. The closet is where we hang the leashes. Okay. You're so. be, you're becoming like a PG movie from the late '90s. Last week was all fart humor. <laughs> this is really dog pee heavy. <laughs> so, all right. I just I think you should clean yeah. it up. Are you? Oh, nice. Ah. Are you going to read when I finish the first draft of the first book in The Escape Artist? Will I read it? Yeah. Uh, I can already tell you my review. Uh-huh. It stinks. <gasps> and we're done. Oh. Good night, everybody. Oh.